With the success of Paul Harvey about two and a half months ago, I decided to take another break from politics and talk about another celebrity broadcaster. Today, we're going to talk about Howard Stern. Howard Allen Stern was born on January 12, 1954, in Queens, New York. Ever since he was a boy, he was fascinated with radio and his father's production company. There are a few famous clips from his father's studio. I told you not to be stupid, you moron. Howard's first radio job was at WTBU at Boston University. His debut and first and only show of the King Schmaltz Bagel Hour, named after King Biscuit Flower Hour, another popular show, was immediately canceled. Why? Godzilla goes to Harlem and named that sin, where contestants named the weird places that they had sex. That being said, Howard graduated from Boston University with a 3.8 grade point average and a Bachelor of Arts degree in communication. His first paid gig was in Briarcliff Manor, New York at WRNW, a progressive rock station. Didn't last long there, said Howard. I freaked out. I got real nervous that I wasn't good enough. He then moved on to Hartford, Connecticut at WCCC. WCCC. That was in 1979. He landed the morning show where he worked for four hours. Then he did voiceover work for another four hours. Then, on Sundays, he had an AM talk show, an interview show. This is what he said about that. The show represented what I wanted to do on the radio more than anything. Take the average guy and dissect what he does. This is also where he met the overnight guy, Fred Norris. From there, it was on to, let's get ready to count again, WWWW. In 1980, he moved to Detroit, Michigan to WWWW, where he worked at the fourth out of four rock stations. And when I say the fourth, it was fourth place. While in Detroit, he really increased the ratings of the station, particularly because of his show. However, they were never able to escape fourth place out of the four rock stations in the city. So one moment in January, literally overnight, the station changed formats and became a country station. Howard said about that, it was time to hit the road again. Somehow, I couldn't see myself as Hop Along Howie. Neither do we. While I've got you, I want to remind you that it's a good time to like, subscribe, and share our channels and platforms that we're on so we can grow our audience. And when we do get back to politics, I can help educate you and other listeners on how to do fact-checking and how to really interpret what goes on in Washington. Speaking of which, my old stomping grounds and WWDC. In 1981, he landed his first show in D.C. at DC 101, or WWDC. Said Stern about that opportunity, I wanted to kill my competition. 
I was going to say whatever the fuck I was going to say. The first step was to put my team together. Kind of sounds like Eric's radio. It's here that he met Robin Quivers. Robin heard a tape of him doing an interview of a prostitute. She signed an agreement without meeting him. Here's what she thought about the engagement and how things were going to work. I would come in and do the news, but it wasn't that way. This is also where we saw the implementation of the seven-second delay. I think ours is like 20 minutes. Said Howard. He kept chipping away at management's archaic approach, and we began to assemble the program I had envisioned. This was also where we saw the return of Fred Norris. It was during this time where the three were together that Howard made his famous phone call to Air Florida, an airline that lost a plane in the Potomac after it crashed into the 14th Street Bridge. During the call, Howard asked, how much does it cost for a ticket to the 14th Street Bridge? As if that was actually the destination. The Washingtonian, however, rated him the best DJ in the city. After D.C., Howard took up to WNBC. That was in 1982. He signed a contract in March, but was first fired from WWDC. Upon landing in New York, he was in immediate trouble. That same year, prior to Howard getting there, NBC Magazine aired a story on shock radio, including Stern. The bosses at NBC hired him already, without vetting his performance and solely on the numbers he scored in the ratings. Unfortunately for Howard, at this point, neither Robin nor Fred were included in the deal. This pissed off Robin for quite a few months. This would also be where we saw his first suspension within the first month. Why? From Virgin Mary Kong. A spoof of a video game where a group of men pursuing the Virgin Mary at singles bars in Jerusalem. In 1984, he hired super agent Don Buckwalt. I learned the nickname from his book, Private Parts. In May of that year, he was on Late Night with David Letterman and People Magazine. This got Howard national exposure. However, within the next year, he was simply doing his job. And in May, and in May of 1985, he scored the highest rankings that he had at NBC a 5.7% market share. That wasn't good enough. With Fred and Robin having already joined the team, they were fired in September of that year because of conceptual differences. Every time I'm here in the studio, I'm always burning a candle from Aroma by Peter. Now, you're looking at the pink shirt concept of scented candles and you think that's pretty gay you're right I am however maybe your wife wants scented candles 
or you could be burning leather. I'm not burning leather. That's the scent of the candle. So go to aromabypeter.com slash yergs to see the fall collection and this year's holiday collection. Plenty of time to do that, but do it now while supplies last. Also, if you're listening to this through yergs.com, you probably already know this next guy. That's Jay from Limit Break Digital. Jay does my websites and search engine optimization. Jay at Limit Break Digital does that plus marketing and graphic arts. If you act now, you can get 10% off your next project. Now look at yergs.com. That's a $3,000 website. We're about to release version 3.0, and it's barely four or five months old. But at a $3,000 price tag and 10%, that's 300 bucks that you get back. He was going to give that to me as a commission for selling websites to my audience, and I said no. I believe in Jay, and I know you people need a good website. It's 2023. If you're not on social media or with a decent website, you're invisible. So go to LimitBreakDigital.com and tell Jay I sent you to get that 10%. Let's get back to it. So after being fired from WNBC, he went on to the rock station in New York. Why? To kick NBC's ass. That was 92.3 K-Rock, WXRK. In October of 1985, a mere month after being fired, he had the press conference where he announced a $500,000 deal with Infinity Broadcasting, the parent company of WXRK. By February of 1986, he was in the coveted primetime AM spot. In August of that year, they moved to simulcasting, where he took on WISP in Philadelphia, WJFK, Baltimore, and eventually also Los Angeles. 92.3 K-Rock, WISP, WJFK, Baltimore, Los Angeles. I listened to that through all of junior high school. Then along came some extra projects, such as a pilot for the replacement to The Late Show starring Joan Rivers. They spent $400,000 in production, but in the end it was not picked up by Fox. In 1988, he released Howard Stern's Negligee and Underpants Party. I remember watching that. And in, and in 1990, he started a TV show in New Jersey at WWOR, The Howard Stern Show. By 1991, that same show was in syndication and frequently beat Saturday Night Live. By 1992, the show was ended by Stern. Also in 1991, we saw Crucified by the FCC, a CD or cassette tape box set that had a bunch of his famous bits that were not allowed on the radio by the Federal Communications Commission. Some media that Howard was in, Rolling Stone magazine said he was on the fast track to multimedia stardom. From that came the nickname king of all media. In 1992, the E-Network launched the Howard Stern Interview, where he did a one-on-one -on -one interview series with other celebrities. Also that, also that year, Howard made an appearance as Fartman 
at the MTV Music Awards. For more information on Howard Stern, you can write Howard Stern at sternshow at howardstern.com. I'm pretty sure you're not the only one going to be doing it. You can also see his website, which isn't as good as mine, howardstern.com. You can also find him at Facebook and YouTube. Links to those are in the show notes. Were you expecting anything else? Probably sure that you were. However, hang out until after the Thanksgiving holiday, and we'll do part two, where he leaves WXRK for the satellites. See you then. Thanks for watching. Hang around for the outtakes. I fumbled through this horribly. While he was there, he really increased his ratings. How was ever... I think I need Howard to stand behind me. You've changed. You know that? Yes, I suppose I have. How about this? Peace, love, dope.